episode 123 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how you doing uh good but not (laughs) (laughs) okay descriptive i know that's it's me being me all right i don't know my shoulder hurts and i did bad at magic so oh what, what happened at magic you just get your ass beat i just i had exceptionally bad draws i'm okay Last night was the first night that I have played Feather and I didn't win. Oh. I got second place. Oh. <laughs> Tonight I didn't win a match except for the bye. Ouch. And I am disappointed. You pulled the old Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I was playing Feather and Feather is so good. Like, here's the deal with Feather though. Like, that deck is. It's fickle sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes you just draw the wrong half of the deck, and you're like, there is no way I can do anything. And other times, you're just like, nine, you turn three, like... Yep. Like, that's kind of where I'm... I, I, I actually... I did have a turn four win today. <laughs> like, just just straight up, I was like... Just you know, stone cold. Well, it was turn two, Arcanist, turn three, Legionnaire... Uh, Gird for battle attack for nine. Yep, the classic. And uh, my opponent went uh, turn three, Marauding Raptor go. And I'm just like, untap, play fourth land, play the devout decree I kept on top, exile your raptor, play a seconds, 10th district legionnaire, kill you. Just exact seed. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Oh, it's God. like wasn't even close. I love I love it when that happens with that deck. Like, actually, the funniest thing I found with that deck is seeing what people concede to. Yeah. Like, on arena, like playing, it's it's always interesting to see like when you're just crushing like what card they're just like, not nah, I'm done here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I find Defiant Strike tends to be the most common one. Ah, yeah, that one's pretty high on my list for me too. Like. like and it's when, really funny when your opponent doesn't concede, and then they finally see you doing the line, and they're like, oh, and then, like, scoop at the end of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, aha. Uh-huh. Otherwise, God's willing, elicits a lot of concessions. There we go. But yeah, basically, Feather is finished it. It is. And it just makes me sad that I did poorly with it. Yeah. Oh, well. But whatever. Okay, well... We got a few things to cover today, so we'll see if we actually get to our main topic because uh, some things happen, stuff like that. Um, a lot of things happened. <laughs> things happen. So, why don't we just start on uh, kicking this can? Should we start out with with the the first thing in the week? Sure. All right. <laughs> the so, thing man. that the thing that caused <laughs> the world to to explode. So, uh, banner restricted announcement. Justice for Ferocidon. Justice for Ferocidon. There's no glare... justice for Mind Twist. <laughs> Mind Twist is still banned. So anyone who had their hopes up, no. <laughs> but so yeah, for Ferocidon's free and standard for like two months. I mean, it's something, I guess. Three months. I don't even know yeah. at this point. Yeah. Three weeks, it's, rather. Kind of. It's kind of like who cares at this point? But... Yeah. Like. It's good against vampires, kind of. It's good against scapeshift, kind of. There's no more big standard tournaments, like yeah. until rotation. Like, it doesn't matter outside of like arena grinding. Yeah. 
I mean, sure. honestly, the reason they unbanned it is so that it doesn't get banned and block constructed, right? Probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, like, it makes, like, there's no reason that card would need to be banned in Historic, and it makes sense that they would want it to be unbanned for the sake yeah. of Historic, right? Because yeah. if you leave it banned and it, and it rotates out of Standard Band, that means you should probably have it banned in Historic by default. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, but... So that's, okay, sure, whatever. Okay. Right. There's yeah. also a lot of massive vintage changes. Yeah, so a bunch. Uh, so Karn the Great Creator is restricted. Mystic Forge is restricted. Mental Misstep is restricted, and Gugari Grave Troll is restricted. Fast Bond is unrestricted. <laughs> that is actually gas, by the way. Is it okay? So, like, obviously, Fast Bond is insane. Yeah, like Fast Bond is sweet. Like, I was actually there's a streamer that I always watch. His name is Caleb D. And he almost never streams vintage. The yep. like the last time he streamed vintage was when one of his streamers literally donated him a set of power, <laughs> which it's on Magic Online. It's not that big of a deal, right? Still, it's I like, mean, it's a set of power. Yeah, like it's still awesome. So he streamed vintage because he's like, I want to build her on fast bond. So he built like a fast bond Zurin orb. Like he was playing four. Um, ah, what's the Four mana in red enchantment. You can cast cards out of your library. Something experimental. Experimental oh, like, Frenzy. Yeah, Experimental Frenzy. Uh, like, so he was playing four Experimental Frenzy, so he could basically just cast his whole deck, which was sweet. Like, It was honestly gas. And, huh. you know, once again, Watsi will never, ever, ever restrict Misha's Workshop because you will kill the deck. So they will yeah. restrict... Pretty soon, shops will literally be... All restricted cards. 56 one-ofs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, just workshop, <laughs> and it's gonna be sweet. <laughs> That's my kind of deck building. Yeah, right. But yeah, a bunch of stuff happened in vintage. We don't know anything about it. We should get proxy vintage decks again. Actually, we should just play Magic again together sometime. You should in general, um, outside of the FNMs I make and stuff. But okay. Um, and then some garbage format had some cards. Garbage format had garbage changes. Yeah. So modern. Hogak up and obviously mildly nobody... disappointed, but I yeah. get it. We're not we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Um, Faithless looting is banned. Actually, really annoyed by that. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I'm really annoyed by that. Yeah, we'll get into that once you're done okay. with the announcement. And then um, uh, Stoneforge Mystic is unbanned because everybody was arguing about Hogak and Faithless Looting, so they're like, "Let's slip this one in here, guys." <laughs> yeah, just let's just let's just move this in here. We're also gonna get we're gonna talk about this also because this okay. is also yeah. John, give it to me, baby. Okay, so I love how I could hear you snap your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> snap your fingers. Stay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, Hogak being banned. It probably had to happen. Yeah. I'm still kind of... I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, whatever. Like I said, I've, I've been of the opinion that like the perception of what modern is as a format needs to change, and the like... perception of graveyard hate needs to change, but... And that's what they talked about in the article is that, oh, everybody has to main deck these answers. But is modern just becoming too unwieldy to, to be managed, excuse me, to be managed the way it's managed right now? I think it is. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Modern is an honest to God ancient format at this point. Yeah. Like, 
ninth edition was the last was like it's or it started in eighth edition yeah which was like 12 years ago or something insane at this point like what the yeah. shit yeah what the actual shit guys like it's such a large format that like you're you're going to have such this this freakishly large ban list just to make the format not ridiculously degenerate yeah or so or was modern horizons the problem there were problems with Modern Horizons. Okay. They, when Modern Horizons was printed, they're like, we figure about 10 of these cards are actually going to be good enough to see modern play. Yep. More than 10 of these cards are good enough to see modern play. And every and everybody's mad that the set's called Modern Horizons and isn't making a big enough impact in modern. Dear everyone who said that, go eat a dick. Yeah. Like, literally go eat a goddamn dick yeah like just like, go find one and chomp on it like you fucking suck it's like you know what renin six is seeing a lot of play in legacy it's not holding a hundred dollar price tag just because of legacy yeah urza is seeing play in like commander and shit it's not holding a 50 dollar price tag because of commander and shit yeah right. like that urza, i mean hey Urza, Urza and Unexpected Results saw some, you know, kind of hung out together a little bit, I saw. so. <laughs> I mean, Urza's activation is basically Unexpected Results, right? Yeah. For five mana. Uh-huh. So, you know. I love that. I love the fact that that card is there. <laughs> uh, uh, but, okay. So, I don't know. Uh, one one problem I have with Hogak's ban is I said if they ban Hogak, they have to ban something from Urza, and they didn't. Yep. Because the Urza decks are honestly almost as good as Hogak. And but the thing is, is people aren't crying as hard about him. They're not. The thing is, Urza I mean, soon they will be. <laughs> Urza had like a solidly okay matchup against Hogak, which is like part of why I think it was doing good. Mm-hmm. But and the. People already have such this big hatred of graveyard-based strategies, and Urza yeah. is technically not a graveyard-based strategy, even though its primary win con is going infinite with a graveyard-based combo. But I digress. <laughs> you have no opinions on this. No. <laughs> People are idiots. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Like, I am actually kind of, like, I think they needed to ban something from Urza. I don't know what they needed to ban from Urza. I think they needed to ban something from Urza. Maybe sort of the meek needs to go back on the ban list. But, like, I don't know. Like, at this point, who knows what's going on. Like, basically, it just feels like they are using the ban progress from the art and look at me, I'm the DCI. Kind of? Like... (laughs) So, if we're being completely frank and honest with ourselves, Bridge from the Below was a perfectly reasonable card to ban. Yes. As much as I'm kind of like eh, about banning cards in general, I I agree. Like, Because as you said previously when we talked about this like two weeks ago, um, <laughs> like nobody plays Bridge from Below and expects it to be fair. No. That's not what the card exists for. Yeah. Right? Like, if we're being completely honest with ourselves, banning... Bridge from below made Hogak a better deck somehow. <laughs> and at that point, you just kind of need to be surgical and just shoot him in the goddamn head, right? Like, yeah. he is yeah. a free 8 8 trampler. Yeah. And while I don't really hate people who fro- throw around the term free a lot, he basically is. Like, okay. like 
there's some costs where it's like maybe you have to exile a relevant card from your graveyard, but it's almost it's almost never a cost, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, Hogak, I played the deck. I went 0-3 with the deck, and I still think the deck could do some busted shit, even though I was an idiot and built the deck wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hogak probably needed to die. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose. Whatever. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm worried about if all po- they did was ban Our points Hogak. still stand, though. Yeah. Like, my, like, my, my thing was, like, if you, even if you ban Hogak, people still need to take into account graveyards more. Yeah. And, and then Watsi Modern decided, is a very heavy graveyard format. It is, but then Watsi decided to fire another bullet and take out the best graveyard enabler in all of Modern. Yeah. So now we have Faithless Looting Band. And this mm-hmm. actually bothers me a lot more. Yeah. Because Faithless Looting was the single best graveyard enabler in all of Modern. Mm-hmm. It's also a card that allowed non-blue decks to go toe-to-toe with blue base decks. And you don't have that anymore. Like, a deck that I wanted to play mm-hmm. was Black Red elementals which played four ball lightning and four lightning skeletal and four unearth <laughs> I love it Sorry. like I wanted to play this deck because this deck looks sweet as shit right this deck is yeah. now dead you cannot play this deck if you don't have faithless looting yeah because like a part of why the deck was good was turn one faithless looting discard a skeletal unearth the skeletal yeah. Like, that was a reason why the deck was good. The deck just doesn't have the staying power anymore, because if all you're doing is casting a element, like a ball lightning or a skeletal on turn three, that's just too slow for modern. It yeah. doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah, you're just dead already. So, I don't like that it ruined that. Like, it doesn't really impact Storm as a whole, plus Storm is now playing Twiddle Storm. Like, it killed Mardu Pyromancer as a deck. It a lot of decks just got destroyed by not having faithless looting. I'm a pretty lot of sure interesting blue, decks. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty like blue red phoenix was probably like on the borderline of being a little over the top, but that deck is now dead not having faithless looting. Yeah, because you need a way to discard phoenixes that you draw. Like that's nobody's just gonna thing. run around playing tormenting voice. <sighs> <sighs> I mean. Uh, Jerry T thinks that Tormenting Voice is probably like going to be the substitute for Dredge, but that's different, right? Like Dredge is that's actually like a pseudo thing you can already do in Dredge, which is like whatever. Like look at the cards in Dredge and then tell me that anything makes sense. Yeah, like <laughs> Cathartic Reunion was one of the best cards that deck could have ever gotten, which is oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, Cathartic Reunion was one of the best cards that I'm uh, unexpected results ever got. Yeah, and look at that deck and tell me anything makes sense <laughs> okay <Fair enough. laughs> it's like i i actively dislike the banning of faithless looting yep. but i get it like it people always compared it to like brainstorm and legacy yeah some people argue that it actually is better than brainstorm what is in legacy like it was the best card in modern and it Sam Black actually thinks that Faithless Looting is a better card than Brainstorm and Legacy. I think Sam Black is insane, but Sam Black still at least is someone who I kind of 
respect yeah. their opinion, right? He's wrong, but I respect <laughs> that. I don't know. People just shit their pants about whatever. Remember when Ancient Strings was like, oh my god, I can't believe this card even exists. Why Why does this around? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, people are still on about that. The thing is, yeah. Hogak took a lot of the normal Tron hate away. Yeah. Because that was always the big thing, right? Where people are like, why does why is pre or, or why is Ponder banned, but Ancient Stirrings is legal? It's like, well, yeah. because Ponder would literally go in every blue deck ever printed, and Ancient yeah. Stirrings has a deck building restriction. Yeah, and then people are like, it's not really a restriction when you just build your deck around it being good. It's like that is exactly what a deck restriction is. Yeah, you dumbass. Like, that, that, that is Jesus like... Christ. <laughs> That is the very definition of a deck restriction. You don't see Affinity playing green for Ancient Stirrings. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, and as many as much as people don't want to admit it, this will probably get hate, but um, uh, Delver is a deck-building restriction. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, obviously it's doing what you want to do for the most part, but it is still yeah. a deck-building restriction. It just so happens that that deck building restriction is the best thing to be doing in Legacy. Yeah, true. But, it's actually know. it actually makes me sad how bad Delver is in Modern, but you know, whatever. It's just too fast of a format. Uh, and then of course we have the big thing that happened, which is they finally decided to make Shaheen Sarani stop whining all the time. And they unbanned Stoneforge Mystic. Yep. Yep. Is, this is going to do things, right? This will absolutely do things. And I don't think they're good things. Okay. So, for anyone who read the announcement article, they said, uh, we're hoping that by unbanning Stoneforge Mystic, it will lead to... Uh, Games of Modern being more about the battlefield and battlefield presence and creature-based combat. That is not what Stoneforge Mystic does as a magic card. It does the opposite. If you are trying to win creature-based combat on the battlefield against a goddamn Battersill, you're an idiot. Yeah, you just lose. Like, that's just... No, like, you know, you're not going to be playing wild in the cuddle when your opponent's playing batter skull. That's yep. just not a good thing to be doing. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. It's like, oh, but they can't get it down until turn three. It's like, yep. And if they do it, you're probably dead. Because suddenly mm -hmm. they're attacking with a 4-4 Vigilance. Yes. Life Yes. What do you do about it? You, you die. Cry and, you cry and die. Yeah. Like, we played that as a finisher in Blue Moon, and we just hard cast that thing on turn five, and sometimes it was good enough. Oh, yeah. Like, Batter Skull was just good enough. Like, that's just a thing it does, and suddenly now it's a turn three enabled thing, right? Like, yeah. If you really. Who. I don't remember who said it. I know Ben Stark is of the opinion that it is a bad idea to unban Stoneforge Mystic, because it was mm -hmm. being talked about before. The banning it's announcement been actually happened. Every list. Yeah, like, but he was commentating the GP, yeah. and someone asked him about Stoneforge Mystic, and he's like, I don't think you should unban Stoneforge Mystic because it actually detracts from how you want modern to be. Stoneforge Mystic forces people to do very, very specific things to deal with Stoneforge Mystic. Coming from someone who's played against Stoneforge Mystic in Legacy with goblins 
it's complicated shit, yo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and considering how they were mad that people had to tailor their decks to deal with specific things, and now this is just the same thing, but different. Yeah, like, you are going to... It's... Oh, uh, Spence Stark's argument for why he didn't like Stoneforge Mystic is it is impossible to trade evenly with a Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. You are either spending more mana or you are spending or they are up a card. Yep. Like you cannot cleanly one for one a Stoneforge Mystic. It is not possible. Yeah. And uh, there was another, someone else made a comment about that on an SCG article where they're like, this is just a terrible, you know, Everything Stoneforge Mystic does just locks them out of reasonable, you know, battlefield-based presence because Stoneforge Mystic is that powerful, and it just slots into literally any deck that can play white. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a real argument that Jun decks will just splash white. We'll have a Jundi, except for instead of splashing for two Ajani Vengeance, they're going to be splashing for four freaking Stoneforge Mystics. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that. Um, uh, Kolagon's command just became like the actual hot thing again. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, because that technically can one for one a Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. Uh, like, hmm. I don't know. I don't work Monday, which means I'm probably going to go to Modern Monday, and I'm going to find a Stoneforge Mystic list, and I'm going to play Stoneforge Mystic on Monday because I damn well can. Like. It's going to happen. So shout out to all the speculators who finally got paid off. Yeah, right. Twat I hope wobbles. you shipped them all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the card's been like sitting at $30 for a barely playable legacy card for a long time. Yeah. And suddenly it's now 80 So. Yeah. Batterskull yeah. doubled in price. All the swords are slowly climbing in price. Enrique hmm. Gusari of all cards went up to like five dollars at one point. <laughs> like everybody's panicking right now, though, just because they're like, "My world is falling apart because something changed." I mean, pretty much. Plus, now you also have one thing that is actually kind of like legitimately scary is the Urza decks were already sometimes playing four color for Teferi, so hmm. now they can just play four color for Stoneforge Mystic. And now they have a way of tutoring. They have a way of tutoring up one of their combo pieces or a batter skull if they want to play fair. <laughs> so if they, want to, if they air quotes want to play fair, like the Teferi deck is just so freaking good that if they don't stumble, I don't like. There's no way you have a good matchup against them. Mm -hmm. They just do some dirty shit. Like I don't know. I mean, like I'm pretty sure I've seen legacy decks that just slam a Stormforge just in case. Yeah, like is that's just going to happen in modern, one hundred percent is like with those decks, right? Well, it's already happening. Like, I mean, yeah. there's there's a modern event going on right now. It's an SCG event at Stoneforge is legal. I have watched zero of the coverage. I have no idea what's going on, but I know for a fact that at least on Magic Online, every deck you can imagine was playing white for Stoneforge Mystic just to try it out. Yeah. Like, which is going to happen anytime any card gets unbanned, right? The oh, exact yeah. oh, same yeah. thing happened. Oh, yeah. the, the exact same thing happened with Jason the Mind Sculptor, and it turns out he wasn't good enough, unless you're me, because I actually knew how to play the deck card right. <laughs> just saying. Smug, smug deck. Just saying. I have, like, 
a 12 and 3 record with Jace the Mind Sculptor in Legacy or er, in Modern right now. It's just saying. <laughs> oh, man. I wish Blue Moon was still good because I'd love to play Jace the Mind Sculptor in that deck. I mean, I played it in my weird twin build, but, you know. Yeah. It was only three main deck Blood Moons, but. Yeah. I just want to play main deck Blood Moons. It'd be a fun please. That deck's also way too slow right now, so. Yeah, I know. There's no fun please deck right now, is there? There is not at all. Hmm. I mean, Urza, maybe. Just <laughs> you pressure people. Just the decks that win, but. Okay. Ur- Ursa's just like it's an aggro deck, it's a combo deck, it's a control deck. It's literally every deck rolled up in one. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe if I find a good Urza build, I'll play that on Monday. Yeah. Urza right. with Stoneforge. Yeah. So, banner restricted list. We give a low grade on it. Alright. <laughs> yeah. I approve and disapprove in equal measure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's, let's smack this one around really quick too, I guess. Uh, state of the beta for arena. Um, historic. They announced some information on that format and how, um, rotation is going to work a little bit. Poorly. Huh? Poorly. (laughs) Poorly. I don't know. I know you don't care, but I don't approve of what they're doing. Okay, this will be interesting then, maybe. All right, so, um, where are we here? Historic, okay, sorry. Um, so, historical now, so it's going to be a limited time event. Yep. Um, Which is, I'm okay with that, actually. I'm actually, that is actually the thing I am least okay with. I think it's, I'm okay with it being limited temporarily. How's that? I'm, I'm okay fine with, with that. It. If they need I'm to fine try with... it out, cool. Yeah, like give it like a trial period, see what happens, and do that. But like, eventually, it is going to have to be an always accessible thing. I just want a constructed event that I can play that is not standard all the time. Yes. Like, like a, it doesn't. I would be okay if it was best of one only, mm. and not and give me no rank or anything because I'd literally just play best of one for standard all the time, anyways. But yeah, um. So, uh, what was I thinking? Say, um, okay. So, uh, they will be so starting in November. Um, they are going to add cards directly to historic, um, from previous Magic sets. About fifteen to twenty cards. Every couple months or so. Yep, every couple months or so. Just old cards. They're just going to add them in. I don't like this. I am I am okay with this. So I, I, I'm sure they were just trying to like get people to be hyped about it, but like they actually posted a thing on Twitter about the, the about this like we can be adding cards like what would people think of there being like brainstorm or worm coil engine or like insert all of these like you know older format staples like how would you feel about these being in historic and everyone's like. None of the cards they listed are cards that I'm like, yeah, I totally want to play with that in a modern level power, like modern power level format mm-hmm. or in a standard power level format, because that's what historic is going to be a standard power level format, at least for a little while. Right. At least like, for a little while. 
until you start getting enough cards in there to get all these little synergies, it's just that's not what it's going to be. I am still of the opinion that while I understand that a lot of like the fancy like card design shit doesn't really exist for the stuff, I'm fine with that not existing for now. You already have the code. Just give us all the way back to Kaladesh. <laughs> I agree with that statement. Like that's just what I want. Like so I I'm fine. Stuff. Yeah, I'm fine with them adding sweet new cards and shit like randomly whenever they feel like it. Give me all the way back to Kaladesh. Yeah, as long as the 15 to 20 cards they add are snake.deck. Yes, please. <laughs> That's that. just all I want. But I'm, uh, like, I'm okay with them adding this, like, incrementally, because, one, I find it interesting when cards like that enter formats like this. Like, how many times have we had, have we had the discussion of, like, is Brainstorm good in standard? Uh, not many, because the answer is always no. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what we have, it has been brought up. Like, there's a lot of cards that just don't fit the format, and it's kind of interesting that they get added. Plus, this sets stuff up for what people want, which is modern. True. Like, this is just... So, you don't. You can just keep calling it historic, and eventually you just add enough cards that matter to make modern deck. Done. Yep. Like, that's literally all you have to do. And I understand why they're doing it like 15 to 20 cards per go because yep. it is so much easier to add 15 to 20 cards to uh, to the program than it is to add an entire set to the program, yes. which is like 180 to 260 cards or some shit like that. Even if a lot of the yeah. cards are like like if even if you're just adding a lot of the same cards because of something like uh, yeah. like you're adding like, you know, core set uh m13 or some shit like uh -huh. if you said add that a lot of those cards are just gonna be reprints but a lot of them have different yep. art which means there's yep. shit that needs to go into it mm -hmm. I, mean, I understand there's a that. lot of effort adding the stuff like yeah and i think this if you want to get to those bigger formats this is the way you have to start on it yeah and honestly like as much as i want legacy in in arena because i just want to play legacy mm -hmm. like i think they should focus on adding modern card pools cards to the format i agree like instead of being like hey let's add brainstorm i think they should not do that and just add like they should just like all right here's you know 5 10 15 modern decks we'll take one card from each one and add it yeah yeah man like i i want them to take exactly one card from each and just give urza's tower oh my god just uh, tower just tower just tower this time this time yep in three months here, have a power plant. And then in three months, <laughs> skip it and don't add one. Yeah. And then three months, they're like, here, here well, have it, waste. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they would it's never sad, troll man. people like that, but by God, I would they, love it. They would be doing it and they wouldn't be trolling. Like, yeah. yeah. But so, I don't know. I'm pretty positive on that because I just like new cards and I will make any format work. Uh -huh. So, you know. Uh, and I hope they make it a permanent format instead of a temporary, like a, a time limited one. Yeah, like time limited makes no sense. Like, long term, long short term. term I agree. I, I agree with you when you say that. Yeah, like try it out. Mm -hmm. See if any of like the shit going on is randomly buggy. Like, who knows if like yeah. you know if you Let's decide see if the format's healthy. Yeah, like you don't want to have a ridiculously unhealthy thing because like look what happened to like brawl and shit like that. Yeah. Right, like. I mean, sometimes like, people break shit. Treat it, treat it like the creation of modern to some degree. 
Yeah. Like, didn't they? They basically did a special format that was basically modern, and for a bunch of people, it was like what, what, like a mox or something. I think so. I think is what it was, and like everybody just broke it, broke it to shit in that small event, and they're like, "All right, here's our ban list." Yeah, <laughs> all of this is banned, and I'm just like, "But I never got to play with those cards." Yeah, I know, right? But... I wanna, I wanna play reaper king in my infect deck that sounds awesome <laughs> i was gonna say i'm like all i want to do is play play infect with i'm a friggin blazing shoal exactly that's all i like, want to do because i played <laughs> i played that deck before um uh infect was a thing mm-hmm. and it was and it was awesome i loved it it was so fun and stupid when we were using like dragon tyrants and shit <laughs> uh, like i'm just gonna say like pre-modern Blazing Shoal Infect is just one of the most ridiculously over-the-top bullshit things ever. Uh, you play freaking Summoner's Pact to get a Reaper King to pitch to Blazing Shoal. Beautiful. Like, is that not the most wonderful thing you've ever heard? It's like, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. I love it. Okay. But I'm, uh... Okay, so the big changes they made with that, um, they're adding the rank queue, which we don't give a crap about that, do we? Nope. <laughs> Okay. All right. And then the last piece is where the bricks have been shattered about. Um, so once sets rotate, uh, if you want to get historic cards, in air quotes there, cards that are not in standard, you will need to redeem two wild cards of the appropriate rarity instead of one. Uh-huh. So... Am I the I, only person in the world that is like, oh yeah, this makes sense? Probably. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, Watsy thinks it makes sense. So, you give here, you explain okay. to me why it makes sense, and I will tell you why you're wrong. Okay, I hate it when I don't get to be the rebuttal person. <laughs> See, normally it's always um, the other way around. Cat, <laughs> why are you eating my like, backpack? Like. Like, the cheapest, easiest answer that isn't actually a good answer and has a super easy rebuttal is, that's how it works now. Like, I didn't pick up my fetches during con standard, so now I have to pay a shitload of money for fetches. Mm -hmm. Like, and obviously that that doesn't work the same way. Like, I get it. Fine. But, like, honestly, there is something to that. I didn't get the card when it was printed out at that time. And why should why should I be able to get the same thing? It's like it's like if you've ever played any sort of mobile game that ha- that has like a got uh you know the gotcha mechanic or you know like the I just know the I just know what that term for it, but I'm uh like where you pull from like a pool of units or items or something like that. It's like there's always the time limited things. There's always the time limited stuff like that, and you know. If you're not around during that time, that time, then sorry, like you know, at yeah. least you can still get it. It's the same thing for that Dragon Ball Z game that I have. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, that's just a thing. Yeah. All is right, it... I'm I'm wrong. Right. So tell me why. So that is, I feel like Watsi kind of had to. Ch- Watsi was basically trying to make a decision okay. of who and was I going. I have another point I want to say with it too, but who was going to be the more vocal, obnoxious people? Yeah, the ones who are like, 
wah, I got all my cards already. Why is it that why is it that these people are able to buy quotations buy into this older format easier than me or mm-hmm. as easy as me, right? Yeah. But the thing is, at least on Arena, I feel as if those people are almost non-existent because your collection literally has no value. Like unless you can sure. some unless you can somehow sell your account, you mm-hmm. can't cash out of Arena, right? Yep. Like I, I'm get. I mean, I guess you probably can sell your accounts, but I don't really know. No, you can't. That's so not yeah. something you're supposed to be able to do. Well, it's not something you're supposed to be able to do, but like yeah. shit happens, right? Like whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. By having a double cost for someone who is say new to arena, and like they're playing in like normal standard, then they see it, like they see the queue for historic, and they're curious what it is, and like they start looking up historic stuff. And they're like, well, I want to get into that. Suddenly, like a newer player, they're not going to be able to get into the thing because of like wild cards are already they're not hyper scarce, but they are scarce. Right? No, they're like, not. Bull- bullshit. They're scarce. Like, I I one hundred percent disagree with that statement. I I just sat around wiping my ass with wild cards the other day, like, and I have spent zero dollars on this game. Well, no, five dollars on this game for the welcome bundle. That is the money I have spent on it. Like it is, it is not so impossible to get the stuff that people think it is. I have, I have not wanted for standard decks at all so far. But like, you only is, ever play like one standard deck normally. Because, but see, here's the thing: everybody doesn't get everything. Like that is the problem. Everybody thinks they should have access to everything, and guess what? That is just not the case unless you want to spend money. Like just. And, don't even take that for magic. Just take that for life. Like, <laughs> that is just a general truth here. Like, I don't think everything should just be open because, one, they need to make friggin' money. And even if even if you had stuff be the same thing, fine, whatever. But, like, wild cards are not that scarce. You can easily free-to-play decks. You don't get them as... Maybe you don't get them as fast as you want, but this is a non-rotating format. I do... I agree with you that of your your whole like you know Watsy needs to make money, Watsy yeah, like like yeah. you need to spend money to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Like I like obviously I'm someone who's like yeah I want to play the I I want to play a new deck that strikes my fancy in arena. I'm gonna drop a hundred goddamn dollars by whatever the yeah. new set is, and I have a shit ton of wild cards because mm-hmm. of it. Right? Like yeah. I am someone who's willing to do that. But the problem is there are those vocal, very obnoxious people who they still complain about like the biggest thing I hear is in regards to um, wild cards for rare lands. Like that have... is the most difficult thing. So you know what I did? I actually, before rotation, I just went and bought all the rare lands with my wild cards. Yeah. Because you're a smart person. Yeah. Like, because, but, and see, like, here's my thing. Like, like I get it. Yeah. It sucks. But, and one of the things I hate about, any type of any type of online game that has persistency, we'll say, like like World of Warcraft or Star Trek Online that I've played, or any game and stuff that like, like there's a progression of like events happening over time. Mm. I hate being the one left out of those events mm-hmm. because I like going like I don't want to have to be there for it at that time. But you know what I do? I realize that hey, I don't get everything, and I need to make a choice of whether, whether I need want to put the effort in for this thing or 
go do whatever else I was going to do with my real life. And I think people just need to put big boy pants on and make that decision too here. See, but the thing that like I that makes sense because mm-hmm. like you said, like that was something that happened at that time and you don't get yep. there like you don't get that. Mm-hmm. It's different like it's different when like this is very like this is a brand new format. Yep. And like obviously, the problem that, it, that the format is new. Yes. Like, see, and see, I get that even less because one, the card pool is tiny, absolutely tiny. Yep. And two, a lot of us have been playing the standard format already and should have most of the stuff. So, I agree with you. But the thing is, the 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 complaint is not for people who are already playing. The most of the complaints I see are from people who are worried about new players coming into Arena who then they have a larger barrier to entry to actually get into that older format. Like, mm-hmm. the largest complaint I see, which I don't necessarily know if I agree with, is people are I, of the okay, opinion... Yeah. People are of the opinion that Watsi is basically kind of just leaving Historic dead right out of the gate. Because it's going to be... It's not going to have, you know all the time stuff going on. It's going to be special event based yep. and it's going to be difficult for newer people to get into the format. Like, so if you... I'm just going to say this right now, like, and I know this was the cheap answer I gave the first up. So just like it is now in paper. Yes. Okay. Like the, I, I don't necessarily see that as, as the gigantic problem that it is. Like, I, I don't think that barrier is that high first off. And second, like, that's not where you want people starting. I agree with you. You like st- they want people who start with standard because standard is their large money maker. The problem mm-hmm. is like it's something we've talked about before, just like in a community a format needs new players to grow or it will die. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and that's going to be it's going to be the same thing for historic. If there isn't new players coming into historic, it will eventually die as a format. You, I'm you going to be real you- you know how people are going to get into historic the same way people got into modern yeah but will they or will they their standard deck rotated yes but i don't even know if that's true anymore for modern that's how modern used to be but that's but that's how it started and this is a small pool a small card pool where you have to pick up one or two cards or something for your deck i mean maybe one or two play sets we'll say like I feel like what is more likely to happen is people will just like their standard deck rotates out mm-hmm. and a new standard format happens. Are mm-hmm. they going to want to use their wild cards on the new standard set, which is very here's the thing. Watsi wants them to use their wild cards on the new standard, right? I have I am not I have no problem with that being Watsi's goal. I know that's their goal. That's what people have a problem with. It's cuz Watsi is very clearly putting standard head and shoulders above historic as they should but that is their complaints are they i think they are like everything they've said about historic is making it very very like it is very much not front and center right like they're not promoting it as being like the super sweet brand new format that people can use even if you can use it to climb the ladder you can only do it for a couple weeks i don't see i i just and maybe i'm not seeing it as a thing because Honestly, I feel like they're putting the effort where people are seeing things already. Like stand, like the the popularity of standard just in general, like across all of Magic, is head and shoulders above 
basically every other format, including modern for everyone out there who's crying. Is it actually true, though? Because I've yes, always heard that modern is actually the more popular format. I don't believe that is actually true. I think that based on the on the information they have, standard is the most popular one. Is that a recent change due to the prevalence of arena? Because I could see arena actually tipping no, the scale very before, heavily. This was pre, this, I'm mostly going off what I heard pre-arena. Okay, that's interesting, because I've always heard the exact opposite. From who? Like, any everything involving events. Like, modern events just have larger turnouts. Like, obviously, that is from so I'm events. Talking about, I'm talking about play. Yes, but that includes, like, that would also include, like, FNM events and shit, maybe. Like, I don't know if it does, but one would imagine, like... So would, that's the, but that's the thing, you're including... You you're including, uh, you're like sanctioned like events and everything. Most people are playing standard cards, just straight up. Like kitchen table standard. That includes it, yeah. Like most most kitchen table is standard. See, I from the from what I've heard at least. It would and, be, and maybe I'm just like making shit up, but I I mean. I'm willing to accept that I'm I would be wrong, but like I've I have difficulty imagining kitchen table as being standard because obviously from quotes, my, ex- obviously. my yeah from my experience with like us playing kitchen table, we just played freaking everything, right? Like that we seems... played freaking everything. But but stop and think about this too. Somebody goes, at, somebody's like, I'm going to start playing magic. What do they do? They go in and buy whatever's in stock, and they start mm. playing magic. Does that really count as playing standard though? Well, they're playing with cards from standard. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, it, it is. And what happens is, is they play. They play for a while, they play for a while, and then they quit. And they've never gotten into any of... The, they've never cycled out. They've never gotten into any of the other formats. They've never done anything. Like, the, the, the current cards, no matter what you do, no matter what format you push even, are the most important cards. Like, just from... From a pure, like, getting people into the game, playing Magic, everything like that. Like, when, when somebody new is going to start, what are they going to go? They're going to go pick up the newest cards because those are the ones in print. Like, that is what that is why you have to push Standard, because it's where they can play those cards with the best effect. And they can get those cards. I don't know if you disconnected or not. No, or I'm, just, I'm just like... Shouting. I'm, I'm just thinking. <laughs> okay. Like, I agree with you on that. Okay. But I do think that... I don't want to say that I think that they should try... They can try harder to make Historic seem like a relevant and viable thing. When I in actuality, not either. Like... The thing is, I don't know if they can, though, because I don't know what their man hours are like. Like, I don't know if they have enough people to push that kind of yeah. stuff, right? Like, I I know Watsi is this big, multi-million dollar corporation owned by Hasbro, a big, multi-billion dollar corporation, but they don't have infinite resources, right? Yeah. Like, so as here's, here's my thing with Historic, though. You know who's going to play Historic? The Me, people if who they want give us to... Kaladesh? Well, yeah. <laughs> but the people who are going to play historic are the people who are going to want to play historic. Like they don't need to push it and advertise it and do anything because if people want to play it, they're going to play it. Those are the people that are going to play it. Yeah. But the thing is, 
there's still the problem of you need new players, right? Otherwise, it will die. Yeah, you're going to get new players because people are going to join, start playing, and realize this other format is there and work towards it. Yeah, but will they? That's the question. I mean, just time, just time will only tell, but that's honestly like kind of how it works right now. Or they'll just keep playing standard because standard is, you know. Standard. Standard, yeah. Like, that's my thing. Is like I just imagine them playing it more towards, like, I imagine people being more like, I'm just going to keep playing standard. I think that is people's fear, is they're just going to be like, why would I spend two wild cards to get a card for this format where I'm still like, why would I spend eight wild cards to get these lands to play in this format to make the, play the deck that I played in standard that rotated out when I can instead spend those eight wild cards to get two sets of lands to build this new deck in standard? Well, because you already have the stuff from standard. Like, <laughs> like it's, uh, you have to have that full progression. People are not People are not entering into this format blank as much as you think. I, I'm not saying that they're entering a blank. I'm saying that I don't think they need to... It feels like they're having the double wildcard just because they can and not for an actually good reason. I would do it. Make it exclusive. Like, you want that exclusivity. Like, the, the, two, the two ways you get people to do things are either make things incredibly available or make things somewhat scarce and make some prestige around it. Like, why do you think people... Like, I mean, obviously, like, it's not the only reason, but, uh, like, one of the reasons people like to play vintage is because vintage is really expensive. Like, I don't think you can deny that at all. Like, there is prestige to being somebody who's like, yeah, I play vintage. I mean, yes and no. Vintage yes, is also, yes, like... there is. <laughs> here's the thing. A lot of people who I have listened to who actually played vintage, they actually say that vintage is actually a very, very... It's, it's the format that is most likely that you will have people, as long as you have someone who will vouch for you, they will borrow you power just so you can play Vintage. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still a power move, dude. I agree it's a power move, but they very clearly want people playing their format. I, I am not disagreeing that they want people playing their format, but there is some amount of prestige about owning a Vintage deck or a Legacy deck. Like, and this, this does the same thing by creating that sort of exclusivity. I mean, yes, but so you said that there's two options, right? Yep. Make it hyper available or exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yep. So would we quantify anything they, costing only one wild card as being hyper available? Yeah, then we call that standard. Now you have the best of both worlds. Do you though? Do you not? You have you have two completely separate markets. You have the people who want to flex their nuts and you have the people who want to spend money on as much shit as they can get. I feel like you just described both people playing historic. Maybe I did. Maybe it actually covers. <laughs> maybe it actually covers both demographics. Well, you said flexing my nuts and spending money as much on as much yeah. as possible. But like, you cover. You can get both groups there. Like, there's not a huge incentive for them to really push this. Like, I agree. I, there, I mean, there is because people will spend wild cards on it and stuff like that. But like shit man who cares like i don't know like i just i just don't see it as big of a problem here like honestly i kind of like it like that because now one i get something to work work towards and two i get something that i feel even better about when i get to it <laughs> like on it like if 
you know, if my first legacy deck was like a $50 deck, guess what? I would not have felt half as good about completing that deck as I did. I mean, how much was burn when you built it? Like 300. Really? Yeah. I never thought of burn base being that much. That, that's cheap, man. <laughs> you didn't even run fetch lands, did you? What, how did uh, it cost that time. much? No. Maybe it was... Uh, the Goblin Guides had went up at that point, too. All right, Goblin Guides were fluctuating. You yeah. got a couple of... Met- I suppose those were like a $200 playset at one point, so... Mm-hmm. The well, entire deck is just freaking Goblin Guides. I'm, gonna go look in- I'm just going to go look and see what the deck costs right now. Right. You got to remember, play. you don't play fetch lands, though, right? Yeah, I do. You play like two or some shit? Maybe yeah, I play, I play like two or three, something dumb like that. Um, maybe I cut them all because I'm weird, but... I mean, uh, P. Solly doesn't run fetch lands. So yeah, 297 is what the deck is on um, this thing right now. Goblin Guides are at 20, is what it says. So, and, I'm gonna, I've, have... cha- and I've changed out a lot of stuff. So, And I have three fetches at 27 apiece. Right. And Chain Lightnings have gone down, I think. Yeah, they got reprinted. Yeah, because they're Because at, at one five... point, those were 15s. Exactly, yeah. So that's... You know, like a lot of the stuff was more expensive, and I've changed a bunch of stuff in my sideboard and main deck and things like that. So, um, like things have changed a lot, but yeah, it, it's about it floats around three hundred. Eidolons yeah. were way more expensive than five bucks, also. But I don't know. Maybe I'm different just because I've literally never cared about the value of my decks. Like, <laughs> I don't. Like I don't. Actually, it, it matters to people. It really does, even on a subconscious level. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care about the value of my decks, but I like the my way of flexing on people right now is putting the alternate hard Japanese planeswalkers in decks just because I have them. Yeah, like, like see, we like we all have our thing with that, you know. Yeah. And honestly, if Historic has good gameplay, people will show up. I agree. I just think that they're making it more difficult than is necessary. Like, I don't. I don't see a lot of difficulty there at this point. Like I don't know. Whatever. Like <laughs> I, think I know. That... I know everybody's shitting their pants over it. And I, I, when I read through the thing, I saw that I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, and I moved on. Like, like I do think there's I probably way more. One... Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. There's probably one more thing about it is where. In regards to something like Arena, uh-huh. card availability is not really a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have the, well, Scalding Tarn has only been reprinted twice. Yep. Or printed twice. You know, you don't have yep. the... So it's, dark... even, so it's even easier to build your deck. In regards to Arena? Yeah. Because there's, what no card, there's no card availability problems, yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. Like, I think a lot of people... A lot of people like the fact that there is no such thing as card availability issues in regards to mm-hmm. Arena, and by having double wild cards, you're kind of artificially creating a quotations card availability issue. Like I mean, a lot of people are turned yeah. off by the cost of modern and by the cost of legacy. Oh yeah, and totally. Definitely. Like you know, a lot of people who have an interest in playing this playing those formats, they don't because they're expensive. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people really, really like Arena in that regard because it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter how much Teferi Hero of Dominaria costs in paper. He mm-hmm. costs one wild card. And suddenly you're changing that by having it, okay, your Teferi Hero of Dominaria now costs two wild cards. 
Yeah, and like, okay. I once again, <laughs> like, to you that doesn't matter. To yeah, me, I'm kind of like whatever. But to some people, like that is that does literally that is artif that is it is artificially creating a pseudo scarcity that isn't really a scarcity. Like if that makes sense. Like I said, I like, this is. This is not a hill that I'm necessarily willing to die on, but I do disagree with Watsi. I I don't. You know what they're doing? They're designing their game like everybody else designs their games, and that has worked money. fine, and it's made people shitloads of money. Like, the I don't know. Like, I just I see this as such a, a non problem, and honestly, the two to one wild card thing is so incredibly fair compared to the shit they could have done that I'm just like thumbs up on this crap like just do it like would i love to pay one-to-one yeah that'd be sweet it'd be much easier for me to do it because then i could just buy cards wherever the hell i wanted and not pay attention but like you know i was already sitting on a pile of wild cards that i never used because i plan ahead and know how to manage my shit and maybe people just need to get their act together I mean, yeah. That's uh, honestly, that's my opinion about the whole thing, and I'm sure that, like, if anybody listens to this podcast, that's what I'd get angry mail about is that comment right there. People need to get their shit together. Yeah, I don't know, but like, I I don't even play every day, and I just have no problem getting what I need and what I want in a in a you know fairly reasonable timeline. Like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't goddamn liners. <laughs> I haven't actually logged on to Arena in like over a month at this point. So yeah, I know you haven't, but like, which boggles yeah. some people's minds for some reason. It's like I just so here's the thing, right? I love Magic. I'm constantly reading about Magic. I'm constantly uh-huh. watching streams of Magic. I just don't necessarily feel a desire to play Magic when all I'm doing is staring at my computer. I don't get it. I honestly, I actually like playing Magic. On arena more than i like in paper i think really yeah i think i, I do. suppose you just hate people though so i don't know if i hate I, I don't know if i hate people or not but like it's just it's so smooth and it's so easy and that's the thing like honestly if i never had to draft against a real person again i would be okay like and, and that is one a real of, person and that is one of the most contentious things ever like if i got to bot draft all the time and never had to draft against real people i'd be totally fine with that i mean that's actually legit like i know people hate the bots on this because because of the weird picks and gaming the bots and everything and stuff like that like honestly for me it's totally fine and i just don't even want to like i don't want to have to sit around in a in a, a pod and listen to people and like yeah i don't know whatever see or wait for people on the other thing as to where this is really weird coming from me just because of how i literally was as a person 10 years ago like the social aspect of magic is a large part of why i still play magic i like that but like if i got to play more games of magic I'm trying to think how I'm like how I want to phrase this. Like I like the social aspect of magic, but I don't need the competitive outlet. If that makes any sense. Like I would be okay against playing bots all the time 
if I got to play against those bots with people. That's fair. Like, if that makes sense. Like, like honestly, I would take playing Magic with you on, like, just on stream over any day at any, any FNM, period. Like, I just enjoy that way, way, way more. Like, I don't have a, honestly, like, it's not that I don't like the people that I play with or anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've, you know, mostly through you, I've met some awesome people that, you know, I play Magic with and stuff. So, like. Like, that's cool, but honestly, like, that's not the enjoyment for me. Like, competing against them is not necessarily the enjoyment. Like, I'm a much more collaborative person and stuff like that. Yep. I mean, you you know me from that. So, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I would rather do stuff with them than against them to some degree. Like, I, I, I almost feel like our drafting at our house and stuff is, like, collaborative to some degree. Like, because it's just a different environment. Like... See, that's, you remember the, you remember the uh, Modern Horizons draft that you actually got to do? Yeah. Where you were seated in the, in the pod of all the ringers with like, yes, me and I all, was. Like, whatever. like, like the camaraderie and bullshit that was happening at that table is what I enjoy about live human drafting. Like, yeah, I, that, that was okay. If, like, I would not have enjoyed that draft if I was sitting at that table with, if I was sitting at any of those other tables, I would not have had anywhere enough, near yeah. as much fun in that draft. Yeah. But just, like, I love, like, the random BSing, right? I love that I can start going Menomina and get other people, like, get that song stuck in people's heads. Yeah. It's just a thing that I do during drafts, and I don't know uh-huh. why I do it, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, Arena is just the absolute way I want to play nowadays, almost. It's just so easy and there's no time commitment and like you know i just i just like doing that and it makes it easier because i any game with any game with a a collection aspect to it i i am pokemoning that shit i gotta collect them all Mm -hmm. like so that's just something that like just comes to me naturally like but i don't have to finish like i can just kind of like plunk away at stuff and be totally okay with that it's it's really weird. I don't know, but so like, yeah, you're you're a weird perfect. collector who doesn't need to hundred one hundred percent, even though your goal is to one hundred percent. Yeah, that total, that's actually one hundred percent correct. <laughs> but I don't know. It's I don't know. I I don't know where I'm going with any of this shit right now. But neither do I. I'm not even yeah. sure how we got on this specific topic. Yeah, you know, arena and stuff about the two for one thing and how like and I, like. I don't know. I feel like it should almost be the other way around about our arguing of things, but like I'm always like, yeah, I'm totally okay with this ex- this expanded cost thing, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Eh. I'm I'm gonna try playing historic. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure I will too at some point, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That would also require me to skin log into arena. I'm just gonna Which... play. I'm just gonna play feather in hero in historic. <laughs> it's probably gonna be pretty solid for the first couple. Uh... I, I gotta imagine it's gonna be at least fine, considering it played against all those decks. Mm-hmm. Like it's you're going to any deck that I can think of that's already going to see playing historic. It's like yeah, feather probably has an at least okay matchup. Like... Yeah, like it can do something. Hobbs asked me today, he's like, does Feather have, like, 
like do you think this matchup is good or bad for you and i'm like i'm pre- i think every matchup is good for me if i draw decent like literally it is almost impossible to lose some games when you're just like when you get just the nut draw like mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i've had games where i'm playing against like control and i had them like uh thought erasure me and i'm like pick a card like yeah. i will still just murder you so bad you don't even know it like <laughs> but like i was i told the the only deck that i think i actually had a pseudo bad matchup tonight i never even played against mm-hmm. i built blue black control for my friend eric because yep. he hasn't played standard in literally a year and I was like, I'm just going to throw this together because I didn't want to build an Esper because Teferi is boring as shit to me. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm like, here, I'll build you, you know, this deck. And I think he had the worst matchup for me in the room because he can board in two duresses plus he has four thought erasures and a bunch of removal spells. Like, cheap yeah. interaction. Like, yeah, I think like... I think that was the worst matchup for me. Because, like, uh, Hobbs is playing Bant Ramp and I actually don't think that's a bad matchup at all. Yeah. Like... I think if uh, like the the funny thing is like yeah that blue black is just would just crush feather and stuff like that the funny thing is is that if they added kaladesh into historic like the best thing would be that would get snake but it would basically nullify um feather because you'd get fatal push and that would just smoke the deck yeah you have to play around a little bit more but yeah it, it would just it would kill man like it would Feather's hurt so bad feather herself dodges fatal push well kind of I mean, they have to trigger Revolt. Okay. Right? Revolt is not easy to trigger. Yeah. It's not like it's the hardest thing ever either, though. No, but you have to play, like, a land, usually, like, E.E. Wilds or some shit. Yeah. I had to jump through some hoops to trigger Revolt a couple times. Just saying. Yeah, like, it's not, like, trivial like it is in, like, Legacy or something, but... Yeah. You know, it... It matter honestly. It doesn't matter that it hits four cost in legacy, but um, <laughs> yeah, like, don't place. It, it's like oh, I kill your two cost thing. Um, but yeah, like you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. We we didn't get to our main topic at all, so I guess we're, this is about the state of the beta <laughs> this week. So um, keep that one in our back pocket, I guess. All right. Cool. We're gonna wrap this one up though. Um, if you have to do some feedback, send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Um, check out the website, thelocalmeta.com, link to the Discord and everything good like that. Um, hopefully we'll, our server will get active on that streaming thing because, God, I have really wanted to do that, but it just hasn't been around. So, I don't know. John, anything else before we sign off here? Nah, I think I'm good. Yeah, we, we shouted at each other enough, I think. I was very calm. I get wor- I get worked the hell up, man. Which is weird because normally it's the other way around. Well, I get worked up pretty easily with this stuff. We we never disagree on things, so it's always nice when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think the last time we disagreed, it was a bonus episode, our first one. <laughs> I don't remember what that it was. We, we started arguing about, about Commander. <laughs> oh yeah, we started. <laughs> Because I was trying to argue an article that I read, and you're just like, everything about this is wrong, and you're wrong. And I'm just like, I don't even remember anything anymore. Yeah, I'm just like shouting things at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, calling your mom things, but it has nothing to do with anything we were talking about there. Um, yeah, it's just so, standard cool. operating procedure. All right. On that note, we will catch you next time. See you.